Hi, I'm Oki. And I'm Caddy, and this is Books, Cats, and Snacks, the shout-out edition. Yeah. Shout. I feel like we should have shout. a jingle. I don't know. Our jingle? Well, I did say a few Lizzo lines before we right. started this, so. I don't know if we're able to keep it in it. In I don't, the I don't episode, want to though. because I don't want to get sued, <laughs> even though we're two uh, big girls. So I think she'd be like, she would be like, yeah. She would have done some claps, <laughs> you know, and it would have been a thing, yeah. <laughs> so this is our book shout out where Caddy and I each pick two books that we've been obsessed with lately mm-hmm. or something that just kind of came on our radar. Yeah. And we just want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, just tell you guys a quick little snippet. Okay, let's start with yours first. Okay, my first? Your okay. first one. So my first pick, I just, it came about, I was on Goodreads, and it was one of those, you might like this. So I was like, all right, cool, I'm, I might like it. So the name of the book is Darling Girl, a novel of Peter Pan. Oh, okay. By Liz McC- McCloskey. All right, and the year was published, um, it published this year, actually, May 3rd. Ooh, okay. So very, really new, yeah. Yeah, very new. And it has 352 pages. So what I got out of it was, it's just like a darker, updated version of Peter Pan. Where Peter Pan is actually kind of like a villainous character. That's oh. what I got out of it. Like, he's like kind of like a villain. So I was like, oh, interesting. Definitely I've heard, different. I've heard that before. That, different take of yeah. it. I was like, okay. I, I hadn't. Like, the only thing I know of Peter Pan is just the book, the movies, a couple of stage plays. You know, I, I in Hook. Right. That's I love just, that movie, Hook. Hook, yeah, just of it. So I'm just going to read you guys a quick little summary that I found on Goodreads. Okay. So it's a modern tale on the Peter Pan classic. Pan is not the innocent character he seems to be, more sinister. It brings all of the classic Peter Pan story to the present while also exploring the dark underpinnings of fairy tales, grief, aging, sacrifice, motherhood, and just how far we will go to protect those that we love. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I I have to admit the Disney Peter Pan, Mm -hmm. I hated it. You know I mean, it was. I've seen it a lot, mm-hmm. and not because I enjoyed it so much. I've I don't know what it. it is. I just, I didn't, I wasn't a fan. I thought it was kind of boring. I never saw the Disney version. No. I know of it, but I've never saw it. The only like Peter Pan ish thing, and of course, there's Pan 2000s time. That little boy Pan. I don't maybe. remember. I just remember there was a big ship. That's all I remember. But I've saw. I just it. remember it didn't do very well mm-hmm. in the theater. The I don't I, think the only classic I see I know is Hook. That's yeah, what, that's Hook, I think, was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think well, that was really good. Yeah, that's the so. one I know of. Mike made me watch it with him when I was a kid. Mike is my brother, and he's my big brother, so therefore he owns the TV, and I just have to sit there and take it. So <laughs> I've watched Hook many a time. <laughs> that I liked, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move on to my book. My two books this week actually kind of caters to you, Caddy, mm. but it's not about cats. And no, there are they no cats. Care. There are Close no cats. Up. In a podcast, there's no more of our French. <laughs> so my first book this week is called Last Call at the Nightingale mm-hmm. by Catherine Shelman. So this is part of her Nightingale Mysteries series. Oh, okay. um, this is the first one. Actually. Oh, okay. It's published June 7th, 2022. Mm-hmm. She already has another mystery series called the Lily Adler Mysteries. What? I, that name sounds familiar. It's a cozy yeah. situation. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not uh, sure. Lily Adler sounds familiar to me. But this particular book, though, this first in a series, it's not a, I don't think it's a cozy mystery. Okay. But let me tell you a little bit about it. And part of the reason why I think this caters to you, which besides what it's about, I think because the cover is really cool looking and it has that great Gatsby vibe mm. and it's uh, it's set in New York, 1924. Done, son. <laughs> so it's actually during the Prohibition era, New York, 
where, you know, alcohol is illegal. So it's about this girl named Vivian Kelly. Okay. So Vivian works in this, like, that dress shop. She sews all day. You have that work grind where it's kind of boring, your life's kind of boring, and so she kind of tries to find ways to to pretty much have a life. Mm-hmm. So she goes to this underground dance hall, which is called a Nightingale, and there's liquor. Remember, it's like pro- a speakeasy, yeah. Yeah, like a, it's prohibition era. So I can kind of see the scenery with the music and the drinks pouring. The band plays a Charleston and reckless excitement. That's what the the <laughs> description says. And I figured this is kind of along that the line. That needs to be of- on my tombstone. Reckless excitement. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Books, cats, and snap featuring reckless, reckless excitement. I feel like we've had a three, four shirts by now. Yes, you know, of, so, I don't remember some of them that we've oh, had. Uh, but ag hag, that was going to be my shirt. Was <laughs> that's ag-hag. right, that's yeah. right. But anyway, so I totally see Great Gatsby vibe. Mm-hmm. But at one point, then Vivian, the main character, she discovers a body behind the club. Then the book just kind of catapults from there. So not only does this book has all that scenery, that 1924 vibe, and also like a young girl, and she discovers a body, and it's at this club where it has so many CD characters. Uh-huh. So that's that's just the vibe I get from that this book. So it kind of caters to you a little bit, something that you like. But the book is called Last Call at a Nightingale by Catherine Shellman. Love it. Every minute of that. Let's go to you then. (laughs) Book number two for me. Um, It's actually a book that you found and you were like, Kate, really? Yes. And I was like, yes. And this speaks very much to what I just said like two seconds ago. So the name of the book is The Science of Murder, The Forensics of Agatha Christie. Ah. I remember you showed me this one. Yes. Uh, By Carla Valentine. It was published May 31st, 2022. So within a month. I'm doing like early books. I usually don't do like recent books. Yeah. And it is 432 pages, so it's quite a book. So both of your books are this year. Yeah. Really recent one. Yeah, that's pretty I, don't, awesome. I barely do very recent books. Yeah. And that's not by choice. I just, I don't know, I just find random things. Right. I think you and I, whenever we just find something that really ignites mm-hmm. with us, then we put it in this book shout outs, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. So it's anytime I get to talk about anything Agatha Christie, I'm excited. <laughs> So brief uh, synopsis, guys. Of course, I found it on Goodreads, our trusty friend Goodreads. Christie wouldn't have talked forensics as it is understood today. Most of her work predates the modern developments of forensic science. But in each tale, she harnesses the power of human observation, ingenuity, and scientific developments of the era. It's a fascinating, scientifically-based deep dive in the science of murder, examines the use of fingerprints, firearms, handwriting, and blood spatter analysis, toxicology, and more in, Christ- in Christie's beloved works. Oh. So it kind of talks about that. Because she really was ahead of her time. Like, she truly talked about right. things that people didn't really think about. And also because apparently before, you know, 1972, women didn't think, I guess. And so right. know, they couldn't think. <laughs> Man. Good. Mm. So I wonder if you have to read at least one of her books to really get into that book. So you can kind of see her style of writing, maybe? I think so. I think you probably have to know a little bit about it, I guess, or maybe see one of her movies. See one of the movies. Maybe see one yeah. of the movies, maybe see a documentary of some sort, and then you can kind of get at it. Because it's really like, like a both puzzle. Are, yeah, both of and she's and it's always so many characters, so many this, like you're it's just how crazy her brain worked to think of all these things, just be this 
as an author, not necessarily as a woman author, just as an author in general, to have this skill to have that your books still resonate a hundred years later. Right. You know what I mean? And it's in her characters, even the characters themselves that she writes about, you know, Marple and Poirot, that they're just so ahead of their time too with the And way they're they still this. relevant to today. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like if you were yeah. Speaking of which, me and Oak went to a book signing that was a few fun. weeks back. That was great. It was so much fun. And they had like the bookshop had Poirot stuff. You know, Oki had to like stop me for two seconds to like so I wouldn't buy everything. But I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, I've never seen a shop like that sold Poirot things. You know, and I was just so excited. I think Caddy wanted to buy like a bag and a, a mug and, and a, a shirt. Mug. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I don't ever see Poirot things unless I like go online. I have to buy them, and it's usually That's UK true. based. Like I can't really find it here, and it's well. Mm. That bookstore is amazing. We're in mm-hmm. Houston, and that's it's Murder by the Book, of course. So they have amazing, amazing selections. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't surprised that they dedicated a whole area to Agatha Christie. Of course not. So because yeah. that's looks like a queen in and her place. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Damn right, y'all's queen. I'm pretty sure there's a podcast out there just dedicating to Agatha Christie. I'm sure. I wonder because she has a good amount of books, right? Sure. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. So I good just, amount of stories. I bought the complete collection of Miss Marple mysteries not too long ago. It's like a confession time. Yes, Are you I confessing? Did. Yes. Well, I got to get my poros. Like I have a few, like this collection of short stories and, you know, all the other books that come with it. So I plan on, those are the collections I'm going to complete. Oh, that's nice. Is that's my, cool. Yeah. So. My second book for this shout out, it's called Tell Me How to Be okay. by Neil Patel. Okay. It's 336 pages and it was published last year, December 7th, 2021. Okay. And it's a debut story, it's family drama, but ultimately what it's about is this guy named Akash. Okay. And he lives in LA and he's not he's not where he wants to be in in terms of relationships in terms of mm-hmm. his career, things like that. But it's a one-year anniversary of his father's death. And oh. his mom, who is the other main character in this, in uh-huh. this book, mm-hmm. named Renu, she wants to pack up her things and move back to London. And okay. part of that is because she had a, like a first love in London, right? Okay. So Akash is... He's a second-born son. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing is ever as good as his older brother. So this is like a Prince Harry situation, <laughs> is what you're telling me. And it's a, a little bit like like us. Like our older brother could do no wrong. Oh, God, no. They can't. So his older brother could do no wrong. <laughs> you know, not only that, like Akash is gay, so he's oh. having to come to terms with that with his with his mom. And they're traditional. Right. So he, he returns home to hers and help her pack things up. And there, it's just... A book of exploring a relationship, a lot of family drama. Mm-hmm. What I think you will enjoy is because in the description of this book, it says it's filled with beats of 90s R&B. <laughs> and, and that tone explores the relationship between Akash and his mom. Oh. And I thought that was really nice. I feel like we both can almost relate to him as far as the relationship with, you know, with a mom, mm-hmm. with an older brother and how how she expects him to be versus the older brother. Mm-hmm. And it just it just seems really exciting. And I like that this is a debut novel of this yes. author. 
That so. sounds like a book that me and you need to read. That, right. that should be one of our like book of the month, guys. Right. Because we both love 90s R&B. Yep. Specifically <laughs> boys to men. <laughs> love them. Like we have a running joke that anytime we get in the car together, whether, whether it be my phone or her phone, without us trying, it always seems to be boys, boys to men. Boys to men comes up. It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, we, it, we need to get those shirts. Like if, it's, if love is a 90s R&B, I don't want it. Right. Don't want it. Casey and Jojo are qu- close second. Close second. <laughs> But I, I don't know if this author is kind of, if he's our age, to uh-huh. you and I are so many years apart, but mm-hmm. and that's how he writes, and that's why he writes the 90s army into it, because it's something that he's familiar with. Uh-huh. Or, you know, he just, I, I don't know, but I feel like this would be kind of a fun, a, a fun book, especially, and emotional, I think. Oh, yeah. But especially because the next, after Crawdads, we're going to read a couple of crime Books, books, you yeah. know, so it's kind of a nice break uh-huh. to read this one. But the book that, but that book is called "Tell Me How to Be" by Neil Patel, and that's I think it. that's a lyric on its own, ain't it? Tell me how to be. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like it. Now that you say it, I'm like, that sounds like. It. Tell me how to be, <laughs> girl. Without me reading that book, I already feel like like his mom was maybe saying things without actually saying it, like kind of mm-hmm. skirting around certain questions, like in a way asking her son, like, why don't you have like, a, a career? But mm-hmm. she doesn't say it like that. Well, no, it's said you know, like... She might be like, so-and-so, the son of so-and-so just got his doctorate, so mm-hmm. I wonder how hard it's going to be for someone to get a doctorate. You know, something along that oh, nature. Sure. It's very passive-aggressive, yes. Yes, so that's why I think he maybe titles it, like, tell me how to be. Just tell me what you want from me, yeah. you know. And so I think it'd be really, tell really fun. Tell me what you want from me, girl. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm telling you. I'm going to look it up in here in a minute. I'm going to Google it, and I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. And also... You guys, somebody posted a picture on our Instagram page of us, our Bitmoji versions of ourselves. So we look so adorable. And Oki's carrying all the damn books while I'm just sitting there. Like chilling. I know. And I'm like, this is not a reference to real life. Because in real life, she makes me carry everything while she's sitting there eating. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know you're eating too. I I am. I even brought us things to eat today. (laughs) But this is our book shout out. And thank you for stopping by. We will see you guys later. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.